Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, provided by Living Stream Ministry, and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Witness Lee served the Lord faithfully for more than 70 years, culminating with his exhaustive commentary on the entire scriptures called Life Study of the Bible. Today, we're happy to bring you recorded excerpts from his ministry, along with some of our own considerations. At the end of the program, we'll give you the website where you can find more about the remarkable ministry of these two men. But for now, please enjoy today's program. If you want to hear a striking, encouraging, and practical word on reigning in life over Satan, please listen to this message and follow it carefully. We can in our regenerated spirit, by the Christ who is our life and the life of the body, be victorious over and reign over Satan. The Bible shows us three big enemies to our Christian life, and no doubt we all desire to overcome them. But of these three, sin, death, and Satan, surely Satan himself is our most formidable adversary. How to Overcome Him is our focus on today's Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program furnished by Living Stream Ministry. And Ron Kingus has joined us again today to fellowship concerning this rich life study in the Book of Romans. Ron, it's good to have you back with us. Rich it certainly is, and it's a pleasure to explore it with you. Well, today, Ron, we're going to explore a very provocative and riveting topic, reigning in life over Satan. And we have already covered in previous messages reigning in life over sin and over death. For the sake of those who have not been with us in these programs, I wonder if you'd review these two crucial matters of sin and death and how we can reign over them. Sin, according to Romans 6 and 7, is actually the nature of Satan injected into us, in the flesh in particular, causing us to be active and doing things contrary to God. In the divine life, the highest life, we can reign over indwelling sin. But another problem pervasive in our being is death. Actually, death is Satan's ultimate weapon. Sin is used to bring in death, which Satan delights to do in our personal and corporate Christian life. But Christ himself is our resurrection. In John 11:25, he said, I am the resurrection. He as the life-giving spirit dwells in our regenerated spirit as resurrection life. When we are filled with this life and exercise our spirit, we in Christ by grace can reign in life over death. We do not have to be victims or pawns of sin and death anymore. Romans 5.10 says, Much more we shall be saved in his life. Romans 5.17 says, We shall reign in life. Much more in both cases. So we need to examine Romans again, believe what it says, and open to the Lord to discover by his presence and by his anointing the capacity of the divine life within us 
to enable us to reign over sin and death, and as we will shortly see, over the source of sin and death, Satan himself. Let's join Witness Lee, Ron, to look at life reigning over Satan. There are three big enemies, Satan, sin, and death. To reign in life means to subdue these three enemies. To reign, firstly, you have to conquer the enemies. We have seen how to overcome sin and how to overcome death. But we didn't cover this point, how to overcome Satan. So surely we need another message to see how to cover Satan. Satan is the source of all enemies. We shouldn't forget the definition of sin. What is sin? Sin is Satan injected into man. So Satan is the source of sin, and sin came out of Satan. Now Satan is one with us in our flesh. Our flesh is Satan's lodging place. As flesh is the lodging place of Satan, our spirit is the habitation of the Lord. So we are now really not so simple. You all have to know a saved person is the most complicated one. We have Satan in our flesh and we have Hallelujah, the Lord in our spirit. When Satan is outside of us, he is Satan. When he gets into our flesh, he is not only Satan, but Satan and sin. Now, how to overcome this evil one? We shall reign in life. To reign in life, we need to subdue this enemy. This is the giant enemy. This enemy is bigger. It's greater than sin and death because this enemy is the source of sin. What is the way to overcome Satan? It is a matter of the body. As an individual, it will be hard for you to overcome the enemy. That is not your enemy, individually speaking. Satan is the enemy of the body. If you are going to overcome Satan, you need to stay with the body. Two points. Number one, the body. Number two, life. We shall reign in life. And if you read the whole context of the book of Romans, you could see these two things, strictly speaking, are just one in the practical meaning. You can never separate life from the body. If there's no life, there's no body. Life is the content. The body is the expression. Paul says, 
the God of peace will soon cross Satan under your feet. Don't forget this word. Your is a prayer pronoun. Not anyone of us, but as a whole, as a body. God will cross Satan under the fate of the body. Satan could only be crushed under the fate of the practical expression of the body. Which what? Could there be a practical expression of the body? We all have to say, by nothing but life. We all are believers. We all are saved persons. We all are blood-redeemed persons. Yet, if we don't know life, if we don't live in life, if we don't practice the proper life within us, there's no possibility for us to have a practical expression of the body of life. The body of Christ is builded practically with Christ himself as life. So, our answer is to overcome Satan is by two things. By life and by the body. Ron, clearly the biggest enemy that man faces is Satan. Satan is the source of these other enemies, as has been pointed out, sin and death. We've seen that it takes grace to overcome sin and life to defeat death. But for us to reign over our ultimate enemy requires not only life, but life in the body. Would you explain this further for us? And by in the body, we mean the organic body of Christ. This is crucial. I've noticed there are an increasing number of books today devoted to spiritual warfare. Let me be quite direct. I have not read all of these books, but I'm familiar with many. And a shortage is this. The authors fail to emphasize the fact that spiritual warfare is a body matter. It's a corporate matter. The enemy of God, Satan the devil, is too strong for any individual believer. There is no way we can resist or prevail as isolated individuals. We reign in life over Satan by the life which is Christ's, that is the life of the body. Spiritual warfare is a body matter. For collateral evidence, consider Ephesians 6, where the armor for the spiritual warfare is for the whole body, not for an individual. Further, we would point out that in the realm of organic divine reality, life, that is the divine life, and the body of Christ are one. Life is the content of the body, and the body is the expression of Christ as life. When we are in our regenerated spirit, we are not alone. Christ is there, and not only is Christ there, the reality of the body of Christ is there. Yes, we need life to reign over Satan, 
but this life is the life of the body. We can only reign in life over Satan if we are enjoying Christ as life in the body of Christ as a reality. It really takes the Lord's mercy and the Spirit's illumination to show us that we need to actually and practically live in the reality of the body of Christ, then by the life of the body we will learn to reign in life over Satan. Ron, it's like we've tried to empty the Atlantic Ocean with a teacup. This is a big subject and it will need many more revisits in the future to adequately cover it. Let's rejoin Witness Lee. What is life? Life is nothing less than God himself to be our content. That's Christ. And that is the life-giving spirit. Life is just the triune God dispensed in us and now working and living in us. Then everything that is born of God overcomes the world. Everything doesn't refer to persons, but this something is a very reborn spirit. The reborn spirit doesn't sin. The reborn spirit overcomes the world. Then, praise read First John. Chapter 5, verse 18. It's quite meaningful. It says here, We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth him. There is something within me that is born of God. And this something within me that is born of God keeps me. We all have something within us that is born of God. And that something which is born of God keeps you and keeps me. Not only so. Let us read on. And that evil one touches him not. As long as you have something that is born of God, this something keeps you. And then the evil one touches not you. You got the protection. And what is the protection? The protection, listen to this, is that part within you which is born of God. What part within you is born of God? That which is born of the Holy Spirit is your human spirit. You have your human spirit reborn of the Holy Spirit. This reborn spirit is your protection. Your spirit today is a high tower. Your spirit today is the protection. The very life in which and with which we overcome Satan this life is right in our spirit. And our spirit is born of the Holy Spirit. And this reborn spirit overcomes Satan. 
This reborn spirit keeps us. As long as we are in this reborn spirit, Satan, the evil one, cannot touch us. Ron, this is the life study of Romans, but we want to detour briefly into 1 John. Chapter 5, verse 4 says that everything that has been begotten of God overcomes the world. And it's curious that it does not use the personal pronoun everyone, but specifically says everything. What is the everything spoken of in 1 John, and what does this have to do with our overcoming Satan? I believe it's best to answer a question like this as briefly as possible in order to help us focus. The everything here refers to the human spirit mingled with the divine spirit and indwelt by the divine spirit. Actually, it is not we ourselves as a person that overcomes the world or overcomes and reigns over Satan. There is a part of us that is the key to our overcoming and to our reigning and that is our human spirit. When we are in the spirit, we are one with Christ. Here, as we will see further in the message, we have a refuge, a tower, we may even say a fortress, in which to safely engage God's enemy. However, if we are in ourselves or in the flesh, we are automatically defeated by Satan. So in simple terms, the answer to the question is this. Whenever we are in our regenerated spirit, abiding there, one with Christ, we spontaneously, automatically, and effortlessly reign in life over Satan. The evil one simply cannot touch us. Thank you, Ron. Let's rejoin Witness Lee for the conclusion of today's life study. How to overcome Satan? Get yourself into the spirit. As long as you do not stay in your spirit, you are staying in the flesh. As long as we remain in our spirit, we are back in Christ, we have Christ as our life, and this life is the reigning life. We ourselves cannot reign, but we can reign by the reigning life. The only way for you is to stay in the high tower. Not only so, brothers, let me tell you the truth. When we all stay in the spirit, we are practically built up. Where is Satan today? In the flesh. Where is Christ today? In our spirit. Just in your spirit. You do not experience life only, but also you experience the body. When you stay in the spirit, Christ is your life as well as your body life. Right away, Satan is overcome, and he is subdued, and he is crushed under the fate, not of any individuals, but of the body. This is the way, brothers, 
to overcome Satan. Never forget, never neglect that you have a part within you. That is the high power. And this part is your reborn spirit. Between the husband and wife, we all know, as we all are human, there's so often exchanging of words. We all know from where the exchange of words comes. From your mind. Plus your flesh. The exchanging of words between husband and wife always comes from the mind with the help of the flesh. Just the mind, it doesn't afford an exchange of words. The mind gets the help of the flesh. You know, whenever I'm thinking something negative about my wife, the mind is active. Right away, the flesh helps. Then the mind affords good exchanging of words. What shall we do? We have all to run away and get into the high heart. And what is the high heart? The spirit. When you get into your spirit, you can say, say then, do everything you can. You cannot touch me. First John 5 says, you cannot touch me. I am here. In the high tower, in my reborn spirit, with Christ as my life, as my body life, as my present companion. You cannot touch me. I'm not telling you something I didn't try. Praise God. It really works. As long as we remain in our spirit, as long as we would pray in our spirit, Christ is our life. And Christ is also our body life. Right away, Satan is defeat. The victory is here. And this is the way to subdue the enemy Satan. And this is the way to reign over him in life, which is Christ. The high tower is right within us. It's not too far from us. Thank it's you. so good. Right. And to get into the high heart is so easy. Right. Whenever you say, Oh, Lord Jesus, you are in. This is the way to reign in life over Satan. Ron, these great enemies, including sin, death, and Satan, operate in us all the time. And it seems that we're particularly vulnerable in the realm of relationships. Witness Lee mentioned the husband-wife relationship specifically. But all regenerated believers can have a high tower to escape to where these enemies cannot get to us. Ron, what is this high tower and how do we get there? According to Romans and according to the Bible and according to our experience, we are in one of two places, either the flesh or the spirit. It's clear, if we're in the flesh, we're defeated. There's no way in the flesh to reign over Satan. If we're in the spirit, I'll come back to this, 
we are in a hiding place. In the marriage relationships, the disputes are over right or wrong. But if we would consider, forget right or wrong, am I in the flesh or am I in the spirit? As soon as we realize we're in the flesh, we need to repent and turn to the Lord and contact the Lord by praying a simple prayer or by calling, Lord Jesus, just as Peter called when he was sinking during the storm. The high tower is our regenerated spirit indwelt by Christ as the life-giving spirit. The proverb says the name of the Lord is a high tower. The name denotes the person. The reality of the person of Christ is the spirit. And this person, as the spirit, is in our regenerated spirit, making our spirit a high tower. When we turn from the flesh and return to the spirit, we are not only in our spirit, we are in Christ who is our tower. And in this tower, we are really in the heavenlies. Satan is in the air. We are in the heavenlies. And from that position, we reign over him. So now we see at least a little of what the high tower is. How do we get there? If we know we're out of the tower, we have to confess where we are and deny ourselves and apply the cross to the flesh and exercise our spirit and turn to the Lord and return to the Lord and resume our fellowship with him under his precious, prevailing, cleansing, overcoming blood. I wish to add a brief testimony or a brief word of testimony to say this is real, this is practical, and this works. There is a place in our being, our regenerated spirit, where Satan cannot touch us. When we are there, we are in the high tower, reigning in life over Satan. I would encourage you to experience this, to practice this in your daily situation by turning to him, by calling on him, by being one with him, and by experiencing him and enjoying him as your tower. Ron, thank you once again for your fellowship today. I have been greatly encouraged by today's life study message. There is a wealth of wisdom, and not just wisdom, there's a way to practically go on in this fellowship. Thank you. You're welcome. We will be back tomorrow with another life study of Romans with Witness Lee. I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. For 21 years, Witness Lee conducted a comprehensive life study, unveiling how the Bible presents Christ coming to be life to man. These audio programs are based on those messages. But to get the full riches of the life study, we hope you'll visit our website, lifestudy.com. From there, you can read over 1,800 life study messages in their entirety or download more audio programs like this one, all free of charge.
Again, the website is lifestudy.com. Thanks for listening today.